lads. There's only 14 days left in this transfer window. Let's get to work. I get those goosebumps every time you come around, yeah. You lose my mind, you make everything so fine. Worry about those times, I'm way too numb, yeah. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. I need the heim, throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around me, throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah, 713, through the 21, yeah, I'm riding, why they on me, why they on me, I'm flying, sipping low-key, I'm sipping low-key and high, yeah, it's my rider. I get those goosebumps every time, you come around, yeah, you lose your mind, you make everything go fine, worry about those times, I'm way too numb, yeah, it's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time I need the hymen Throw that to the side I get those goosebumps every time Yeah, when you're not around me Throw that to the side Good evening and welcome to Loaded Mag Where we're here to talk about this man Lewis Hall on the brink of signing for Newcastle United. So we had to do a reaction video. We had to. We've done it for a lot of our signings and we've been really excited to come on and talk about Lewis. But first of all, Dazzler, how are you, mate? I'm grand. Apart from my um, botched up that little uh, cameo nod to anyhow there and, <laughs> uh, and, and to the uh, uh, part two of the Amazon documentary. But uh, yeah, no, uh, all good. It's the weekend. Bring it on and a massive game tomorrow as well. Tomorrow evening, something to look forward to. Absolutely. Pete, how are you doing, mate? Not too bad. Not too bad. Can't complain. Had a day at the farm today with a little boy. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all, all, all farmed out. Uh, yeah, ready to talk <laughs> about our new signing. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Very, very exciting. We've all, we've all been itching for the left-back, haven't we? And now it looks yeah. like we are bringing in that left-back. So, Brilliant, brilliant news. First of all, before we start, just a massive thank you to everyone who's tuned in. If you haven't already subscribed, please make sure you do. And don't forget to hit that like button. Uh, big massive shout out here to the likes of Jason Scott, who's in the chat, Harry Austin, Chris Wall, Paul Slaughter, brand new member. Paul? Paulie, Paulie from the Irish Mags chat. Paulie, yeah. he loves to give a voice note. So I, I'm yeah. also to those voice notes, Paulie. Uh, a great man to show you the scenery as well around Cork. But, uh, uh, Great to have you with us. Perfect. Paul, I am one for the voice note myself, mate. So I'll get Daz <laughs> to get you to forward one of your voice notes I'll to me. Them I love them. Love them. <laughs> um, so we yeah, a big shout out to Paul. Thanks very much for becoming a new member. We've got Nathan Page. We've got Alan Richardson, David Cook, Charlie Hotspur, Paul's, well, Dave Bullman, Tony Beasley, and many, many more. But listen, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, and as I said earlier, we are here to talk about the main man, who is Lewis Hall. Who's on the brink of signing, lads? We've seen him spotted outside the training grounds, assumingly turning up for his medical. Just to give you a little bit of a bit of bit of, bit of background on Lewis Hall, um, great name, by the way. Dask, have we got have we got the have we got the got the noise for that? We have, we have. Hang on, great. Apart from great, we don't want a great name. We want the other one. We can imagine age. Um, he's a great age. Great age. Great name. Great age. Brilliant. 
But yeah, so we've got Lewis Hall in three weeks today. He's going to turn 19. So, you know, Eddie's already said great age. He's 1.79 meters, which I do believe is five foot 10, similar to myself. Um, so great height as well. But yeah, left back, England's under 19 international. He's only made 12 appearances for, well, 12 senior appearances for Chelsea. But he certainly looked like a, a really exciting prospect. So, Pete, I'm going to come to you first. Um, how are you feeling about this potential signing? It looks like it's nearly done, or we're waiting this for the, you know, the share and the announcements. But how excited are you about this signing? Uh, Chris, I'm buzzing about this signing. I really am. Um, you know, when the when the links first came about, I, I, I remembered him. You know, when a player just stands out to you, you think, you know what, he's he's, he's decent. And it was way back in November at St James's Park. And it, you know, we won the game against Chelsea and we were the better team. We deserved to win it. But I couldn't help but think, you know, in the first half, you know, who's, the, who's this player? Um, like Because he's, he's, he's travelling with the ball forward. He's creating opportunities. He's looking dangerous. And then when you hear that he's 18 years old, you're thinking, flipping out, like, he's going to be one for the future. Um, and then he does it again at Stamford Bridge. And I was there watching the game, last game of the season. And he's there, you know, being an absolute pest, is it? Is is everything you want in the left back? And then you say he's eighteen years old, and you go bloody hell! Like, what can he potentially develop into? And I'm excited about this because this tells us where we're going as a team. We're looking to sign the absolute best for each position, um, and it doesn't have to be the best in terms of signing. A 40, 50, 60, 100 million pound player. It's best for what Eddie Howe wants. Um, and you, you look at him, he's English. You, you look at him, his family are Newcastle fans. It just makes sense. So when the first, when the deal first came about, it was like, if we can get this done, let's get it done. You know, we'll talk about the price and all the rest of it. But in my mind, I'm just, I'm just so happy because it, it tells me so much about where this club is going with the recruitment that they're bringing in. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, mate. Couldn't agree more. I mean, Daz, you've just heard Pete's thoughts on there, Lewis Hall there. I mean, Pete said we, we weren't going to go into price, but looking at the price, which is allegedly, um, it's looking like a loan with an obligation, um, an initial 28 million, possibly rising to 35 million. That's got to be confirmed, obviously. Um, but, you know, what what do you think about that potential price tag and and also you know what what are your thoughts in general on Lewis Hall you know it, it, do you think he's going to pr provide sufficient uh, challenge for Dan Byrne who's currently occupying the left back position? Yeah, he'll definitely challenge Dan Byrne. Um, but yeah, the, the price on the price first. Yeah, that, that's what it's looking like twenty eight plus seven, but twenty. Um, but uh, it's a loan for for the rest of this season. Then twenty eight kicking in uh, next season, so we'll eat into next year's budget, let's say. And then the rest based on appearances or whatever he wins with Newcastle, so we won't mind paying that then. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's 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 a, a decent price. I know he's he's a lot to prove as well uh, on on the player himself. I think you think it's class. Look, I know, I think it was you, Chris, that first uh, mentioned his name uh, at the start of the summer. Um, and uh, yeah, then as as his name got linked closer to us, I started looking at. at um, my YouTube, the Dennis Wise YouTube clips, and as we said, I think on on, on Tuesday's show, we, we took we took three left backs. We had Cucurella, Tierney, and and Hall, and all three of us uh, were unanim unanimous in picking Hall, uh, just for what he brings, the pace he can bring, he operating as kind of 
as left back or wing back. He seems to be really comfortable in a wing back and a role. And then just reminded me of Trippier and what, what Tino Levermento will do in time as well. Um, and also the fact that he, he could play midfield role if, as well for us if, if, if need be uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's a great signing. He will definitely push uh, Dan Byrne and we, we need that competition. Um, and it's it's something we've been crying out for. I think that that was the, the one position that, that we said, okay, I'd like to see someone in there. And so just delighted that now we have someone and someone for the next 10 years plus all going well with, with Lewis Hall. And he's a Newcastle fan. All the better. It is. It is. Do you know what? That's kind of, that definitely feels like the cherry on top of the cake, doesn't it? You know, the, and I'm not suggesting, I think I said this on the show the other day, I'm not suggesting that we should only sign Newcastle fans or, you know, people with Newcastle links, but it does definitely help. It's, it's a big plus, um, you know, because he's going to be delighted to be here. He should settle very quickly. Um, you know, it, it, it's only a good thing for the club, I think. Um, so, no, fantastic. Oh, go on. Sir, sir, can I ask a question, please? Of course. Go on. <laughs> I'm going back to the Daz thing at the start, or he's, he's doing <laughs> <a speech. laughs> um, No, um, it, someone put it on Twitter earlier on today. I, I can't remember who it was, um, but they normally put like videos out. Um, I'll go back to it, and it's um, it they they ran back Jacob Murphy's um, like signing. At the video package that they put together, you know, because he, he was a Newcastle fan as a kid, him and his yeah. brother, and all yeah, the rest yeah. of it. It was a really, really nice package. I forgot about it. It was a really lovely welcome package when he first signed for the club. And um, someone asked the question, like, are they going to do something similar? Are, are, are there pictures of Lewis Hall and his brother with Newcastle tops on as a kid? Is his dad taking him to games or whatever? It could be. The, the welcome that he gets when he when he actually signs could be a really really kind of proper nice touch to really kind of um, welcome him into the club. He's going to get a fantastic welcome. He's a Newcastle fan. All the Geordies are going to embrace him anyway. But like, I'm really intrigued. I don't know, I don't know about you boys, but I'm seeing uh, that and them saying that. I find out what 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 account it was that, that put it out there. Mm. But it made me think about it. That could be a really nice touch if yeah. they kind of get that right. Well, his, his mum was with him there the, the medical today, so maybe she's brought the family album and has it all ready to go <laughs> and the media team are working on it as we speak. Who knows, Pete? And his dad, his, his dad had to drive his car from yeah. London to Newcastle. So his dad, then all arrived on the private jet and were like chilling at the training ground. His dad had to drive up. He had to drive up to meet him. So they've got to give him, they've got to big him up for that because uh, that, that's that's quality. Love it. Maybe his dad will be part of it. Part of the welcome. Why not? Why not? I mean, his dad. Imagine how like proud his dad's going to be. It's going to be unreal, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I know. Dan Byrne's dad was absolutely delighted when Dan Byrne got the move to Newcastle. So it's it, it's it's a massive, massive, massive move. And Daz, I thought you touched on it. You know, a, a great um, little segment before when you were talking about the age, um, because obviously Lewis Hall eighteen, soon to be nineteen. But then we've just signed Tino Livramento, who's twenty years old. We've got Sven Botman, who's twenty three. It's very, very exciting, isn't it? And clearly, Eddie Howe has got an idea for how Newcastle are going to progress in the coming years. And bringing in all these, all these young lads who've got plenty more room for growth, it's only going to benefit Newcastle, isn't it? And as as the seasons go on, we're going to get stronger and stronger. And these lads should should hopefully see out the next four, five, six years at Newcastle. 
I think coupled with that, Chris, you have all, all the the young lads that they're bringing in for the development squad, and it's just like yeah. so, some of them have to come through as well. So uh, then they're then they're buying quality in in in, in for that as well. So uh, okay, all of them won't, won't make it. Uh, some of them will, will will need to be traded on, but uh, just exciting times um, as as we we move forward. Definitely. I mean, you, you, everyone everyone watching at home will know that we love a few stats, so we've got a few stats ready for you, courtesy of our good friend Kev Lawson. So, Kev, I hope you don't mind us uh, pinching a few screenshots off Twitter. But, you know, as you know, anybody who knows or follows Kev Lawson knows that his, his stats are second to none, um, so we'd like to bring a few of those to the show. But just before we do that, Daz, I think that we've got something to announce. Super chat received. Super chat received. Am I right? I think we've got a super chat. <laughs> we have, and guess who it is? It's Colin. Oh, Colin, Colin again. Colin. Always. Oh, Colin, he likes someone last night as well. And again, Colin never puts in a comment. But we, <laughs> I think he's doing Make sure you make sure you get a question in Colin. Uh, but uh, always, always uh, donate to the channel. Thanks very much, Colin. And also, Chris, uh, we have another as well as Paulie from earlier. We have another uh, new member, and it's John Burbeck. Welcome, John. Welcome to the Loaded Ultras. You've now no Loaded Ultra along with Paulie and, and everyone else. So uh, we'll get you in that next member's draw when we have one. And also shout out as well to Scotty. Uh, Scotty, who's a member for eight months. Uh, great signing. Uh, burn club legend after the speech. Yes, yeah. uh, don't no spoilers for anyone that hasn't watched it yet. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it was nice, nice touch from from Bernie in, in that one uh, that was on last night. Uh, but yeah, catch up on episode two. We can't say, give any spoilers. I'm sure. I only I only saw it before before the show actually. That's yeah, it. Everyone, Chris. Everyone kill us if we talk about episode two. because yeah. uh, don't want to don't want to spoil it for anyone. But episode two has dropped for anyone who hasn't noticed. So get yourself on Amazon Prime and watch episode two, assuming you've watched episode one. Fantastic episodes, brilliant, brilliant watch. Um, right. So let's start looking at some stats, which I mentioned earlier. So we've got Lewis Hall here on the left in red, and then we've got Dan Byrne on the right in blue. So we can see this is the defensive fullback radar. So, Daz, I'll start with you on this one. So, you know, we can see here that Lewis Hall has got, you know, some fantastic traits. You know, we're seeing here things like pressures and progression and passing, um, assists, all stuff like that. How were you surprised when you when you saw these stats? You know, that uh, Lewis Hall seems so dominant from a you know from a defensive fullback point of view compared to Dan Bain, or does this not come as a shock to you at all? Uh, well, I'm just looking at them now, Chris. So I haven't analyzed them in great detail. Oh, um, sorry, I thought you might no, have seen them on Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, uh, uh, no. You can talk me through the stats. I, 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 I don't, don't pay an awful lot of attention to the stats to, to tell you the truth. I, I go, go on, I go on the eye what I see uh, on on the pitch <laughs> to tell you the truth. But no, walk, walk me through the stats, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, so we can see here, you know, well, you can see, you can see from the image, you know, Lewis Hall. He's he's he seems like a more well-rounded defensive fullback from what we can see because obviously Dan Burns in the blue, Lewis Hall's in the red. So obviously his tackles and interceptions are far higher. Um, his passing range is just a bit better than Dan Burn. We've got his passing, which is far better from what we can see. Um, the XG assisted. I mean, that's that's slightly misleading because bearing in mind we're only talking about. 12 senior appearances so that might be all of these stats might be slightly harsh on Dan Byrne but what we can see is somebody who's come in and someone who you know is clearly you know set the Premier League alight in just those 12 performances and for someone who's as I say aged 18 
it's it's absolutely fantastic, you know, that that Lewis Hall is comparing so favourably against a season pro in Dan Byrne. I mean, we've also got here as well the uh, the attacking stats, and this is where I'm going to bring Pete in. So it's the same figures that I was talking about before, but this is Lewis Hall compared to Dan Byrne, looking looking at it from an attacking point of view. So you know, looking at um, a defender who is comfortable going forward, and as you can see, Pete, you know, when it comes to the passing, uh, the open play, key passes, and the successful crosses, etc. Lewis Hall seems to, you know, absolutely dominate in that area. Is it again, Pete? I don't know whether you've seen these seen these uh, images before. I flashed them up, but you know, from what you can see of these two images, so this is Hall and Bain from a defensive point of view, and then Hall and Bain from an attacking point of view. Do the do these stats surprise you from the from what you've seen of Lewis Hall? No, not at all. Um... I'd mentioned to you boys at the sort of at the top of the show, uh, Lewis Hall's the complete left back for me. He because he can do everything, um, and I think the stats show that. Um, I think the only one really that's a little bit lower is the deeper the deep progressions, which is bringing the ball from from deep in his own half into the attacking area. Um, yeah. But to be fair, when he's playing left back or mostly left wing back with Chelsea. He is playing further up, so he's not having to do that as, as often. What you'll probably find is at Newcastle playing left-back, you'll see those deep progressions start to grow. But the key to it all is, is that he can carry the ball. He's comfortable with carrying the ball long distances, receiving the ball um, and, and taking it forward because that's what we've been lacking in our left-back position. We've got target that can play a long ball down the line, but he can't carry the ball long distances without being tackled or without having to play it backwards. Hall has already proven in, in the 12 games that he's played for Chelsea that he can do that and he can get balls into the box and he can create opportunities for the team. And look, if I'm if I'm Alexander Isak or Callum Wilson, I'm 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 rubbing my hands together because I'm thinking I've got I've got now an additional guy that, that is going to put chances on a plate for me um, and different type of chances as well. Um, I wouldn't necessarily rule him out being, what, 18, nearly 19. I wouldn't necessarily rule him out doing what Target did when he first signed it in, in, in developing his set pieces. It's one thing we don't know about him. I don't really see him taking set pieces for Chelsea, but mm. could it be someone that develops that at Newcastle? Uh, you know, and, he, and he's an addition to Trippier, um, like Trippier, a fullback that can take set pieces. Is that something that he can add to his game? No, absolutely. And talking about, you know, those attacking points that you were mentioning there, Pete, this is this is Lewis Hall up against Kevin Trippier. Obviously, Kevin Trippier plays on the right-hand side, but we know how much of a threat Kevin Trippier is going forward. And the fact that Hall, you know, clearly doesn't disgrace himself in these stats, it, it, it's very exciting. You're talking there about him improving his deep progressions. Um, obviously, Kevin Trippier far superior in that department at this present moment. Um, but, you know, we've got the successful crosses, Again, Hall's not a million miles behind in there. Um, we've got dispossessed, so I'm assuming dispossessions. That again, that they're interesting. The aerial wins, maybe Hall will have a little bit more joy than Kevin Trippier there. I would imagine that Hall's probably slightly taller than Kevin Trippier. I don't think Kevin Trippier is five foot ten. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm doing Kevin Trippier a disservice there, but I think Kevin Trippier is about what five eight, five nine, maybe. Um, so you know, again, the fact that he's you know, we're putting him head to head against such a seasoned pro in Kevin Trippier. It can only be an exciting thing. Yeah, definitely. Lots to look forward to. Uh, that's yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and look, it, it, 
the fact that I think you, t- you touched it, the fact that he's kind of going toe to toe with Kieran, St- Kieran Trippier on stats at the age he's at and with, with the limited amount of football that he's had already, um, yeah, it, 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 bodes, it bodes well for us. Um, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. What, what, one thing that, that stands out in your stats, Chris, that, uh, uh, yeah, Dan Burnham is, 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 likes a header more than Lewis Hall, but that's not surprising, <laughs> really. Is it? Uh, but even even in the, the second one, uh, Trippier, that, that he seems to get get more headers uh, than, than Lewis Hall. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it's something to work on as well in, in, in time. But again, he's, he's, he hasn't got many games under his belt to, to add to those stats. Um, because oh, yeah, I was reading some some of Kev Lawson stuff as well, and yeah, that's he kind of just say that at the start as well that um, that he doesn't have much to go on. <laughs> no, either. no, it's difficult, isn't it? When you when a player's only played twelve games, well, let's be honest, we're pay, we're paying we're paying for potential, aren't we? And you know the fact that um, the fact that Lewis Hall's made such a big impression in such a short period of time, it's mm. it's it's very impressive that we've gone in there, seen seen an opportunity to you know nab possibly. One of the brightest, um, brightest Premier League prospects, and then he will then become our new left back. It's it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and it, it goes down to all the effort that the scouting team do, and you know the fact that the, you know these hard negotiations have taken place. And by the sounds of things, we've then gone into Chelsea, offered them the money, knowing that you know they they've signed a hell of a lot of players recently. Um, so you know the fact that they're getting twenty eight, possibly thirty five million. For an academy player, it can only help them with their FFP. So we've, you know, we've really uh, touched lucky, if you like, that we've taken that opportunity and we've made the inquiries that we have. Daz, you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, Lewis Hall playing in various positions, and you're right. So you've got yeah. your left back, you've got your left wing back. I think he's played central midfield for Chelsea in the in the yeah. Franks as well. I know uh, our good good friend of the channel, Adam P. He's he's having a nightmare at the moment trying to work out which uh, shirt number he's going to have. To <laughs> see what he's going for. <laughs> What's that? He? I want oh, to see the video. He's latest video. He, he's got. Uh, he's gone for a number. Oh no, I haven't seen it. What yeah, he's he gone, gone for. for... <laughs> okay, no, spoiler alert. And don't don't anyone go and put put this on the shirt. <laughs> Basically, it's like it happened into with Tunali twenty, but he's gone for number twelve. Um, Ooh. for Hall, well, yeah, because he explained it because uh, it, at Chelsea he he wears a number sixty seven, but uh, Lewis Miley yeah. is number sixty seven for for Newcastle, so it's the only one past Bruno that that's uh, in the high numbers. So yeah, um, and Jamal Lewis used to be number twelve, didn't he? I think. Yeah. Yes, so that's what he's gone for. He's, he's taking taking a chance, you know. Adam likes to take a chance on these kids. He does. He does. Fair play to him. I wonder if it will pay off. <laughs> so, Daz, I'm going to ask you about obviously about Lewis Hall impending arrival. Um, do you see Lewis Hall coming in immediately? Do you think he's someone who Eddie Howe will progress slowly? Maybe a bit, you know, maybe the likes of what we're going to see with Tino Livramento, and that he's not going to throw him straight in. Some some fans will argue that they'd want to see Lewis Hall come in immediately. Do you think Eddie Howe will kind of ease him in and maybe bring him on for a few sub appearances? And do you think he's one of those players where once he establishes his place in the team, that Dan Byrne will struggle to get his way back in, or do you think Dan Byrne will see a lot of still see a lot of Premier League football this season? Well, I'm just thinking about this uh, as well. Um, so first of all, to answer the first question, I don't think he cl- he'll come in straight away. I think Dan Byrne will still hold his uh, position. Uh, when he does get in, um, I think he would probably s- s- uh, hold on to the position, though, um, and, and nail it down uh, as his own. But in certain games, Dan Byrne will be 
maybe preferred in, in that left back position. But there, it's not the end of Dan Byrne because a lot of people are, are actually saying in the chat here as well, uh, saying making these comparison uh, look, makes big Dan Byrne look terrible. And not the case because, um, and they're also uh, Dave says as well, don't don't like about That's the importance true. as his leadership and, and everything like that. But yeah, there's a, there is a role for, for Dan Byrne going forward as well because, okay, as an alternative, um, as, as a left centre back, but also I was I'm going to quote Kev Lawson again here, and he, he talks about in in his that about maybe the, the, the if let's say Shar was to get injured or was was wasn't performing to the best of his abilities, Botman could move to, to the right and Byrne could go in left centre back, uh, so that that option is there as well, and then that would lead me on to something else. I was thinking of would that leave us open to potentially. Uh, with the windows still open, selling the likes of Lascelles or um, Target, because um, Target would find himself, himself well down the pecking order. The third, uh, third left back, let's say at the club, uh, maybe even fourth if you put in uh, Alex Murphy. And um, yeah, so it's just just options. I know we need a big squad. We need we need two players in every position. But there is what I'm trying to get around to is there is there's a role for Dan Byrne um, as backup and and first choice uh, uh, with all the games that we'll have this season. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it, it's important to to highlight and what a few people in the chat said it as well. You know, we're not downplaying play, Dan Bowles, uh, Dan Byrne's role in the team whatsoever. Like Dan Byrne's been absolutely fantastic since he's come in. Um, he's you know an absolute stalwart, not just in the dressing room but also on the pitch. Um, so no, Dan Burns here to stay for a long time, and you know I think for him for Lewis Hall to learn under someone like Dan Burn, I think it's it's only going to be better for us as a club, but also for Lewis Hall himself. And um, you know to be brought on by such a such an excellent pro. But Pete, uh, Dad's touched on a really interesting point there. I mean, obviously Jamal Lewis has left. So there's one of the left-back options gone. We know that we've got Paul uh, Dummett who can play left-back. We've got Big Dan Byrne who can also play left-back. We've now got, hopefully, got Lewis Hall. It's, it's soon, to, soon to be confirmed. Um, we know Matt Ritchie's played left-back in the past. Do you see the likes of Matty Target? Do you, do you see the likes of Matty Target leaving? And do you think that would maybe possibly open up any opportunities for us to add favour to the squad? Or do you believe what Eddie Hal said today and that that is probably going to be the last deal? Um, I'll answer the Matt Target situation. Um, Daz made a good point. You know, he talked about Jamal Lascelles and Matt Target. I, I don't see Jamal Lascelles leaving this summer unless we get a centre-back in. A centre-back has to come in for him to leave. Um, but I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised to see Target leave. I really wouldn't. And the reason being is because if you go way back to our first transfer window when we got him on loan, the one thing he talked about in his interviews is the fact that he doesn't like being on the bench. He wants to play football. He said he'd yeah. rather go and play football than sit on a bench for a team. And now he's done that for a season, albeit deservedly, because Dan Byrne was 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 sensational in that position. Um, I'm not quite sure. He, him looking at Lewis Hall coming in, Newcastle fan, 28 million, loan with a view to buy, or an obligation, should I say, he must be looking at this and thinking, I'm now, I'm now Jamal Lewis. I'm what Jamal Lewis was last season. So I'm even further away from playing. And with that being his mentality, that he doesn't like sitting on the bench, it wouldn't surprise me if a move is made later on in the window. And it would be smart business. 
Because if you've got teams that are scrambling for players and we go, 12 million, you can have him. We get our money back. Whatever team gets a, gets a left back, which is a prime position for, for a lot of teams to, to pick up. And everybody's happy. He goes to play football. We get 12 million in the bank. What I would suggest is that money maybe goes then to January. Mm-hmm. And mid-season, we then look at things and evaluate again and go, okay, Champions League, have we made it into the knockout phases? Are we still fighting at the top end of the table? Are we in the last stages of a cup? Do we need to strengthen to kick us on? Is there a right centre-back there available that we looked at in the summer? Maybe not playing. Whatever. You know the spiel. We'll be talking about it in January, no doubt. That's potentially a possibility. I would say that that for me is 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 a real sort of reality. Um, your your second question about the window. Um, again, some of the things that I've already mentioned would have to fall into place in order for um, for, for Newcastle to to sign somebody else. I personally think we're probably done. I personally. I don't think they're actively looking, but something could fall. Um, so I'm not 100% ruling it out. I'm probably saying 90% we're done. Yeah. 90% we're done. Yeah. Pete, just, just to save future fully loaded transfer shows uh, left in the next two <laughs> weeks, uh, there is, is a potential, if we were to sell Target, that in, as, as, you, as you've alluded to, that, that it, our money go back in and that we'd, we'd be able to maybe do another creative deal that we'd be able to bring in someone else and loan or pay some of it up front and stuff like that. But um, and, and we'll, all, we'll also have the outgoings to talk about as well in the fully loaded transfer shows next two weeks. But back to to uh, for a, a blast from the past, uh, in, and I'm going to mention Chris Wood. And remember, we talked about the the wages Chris Wood was on. Charlie Hotspur here says Target is on a hundred hundred k a week. That can't be true. No way. No way. No chance. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, no, no way. Oh, we yeah. brought him in on that. Nah, nah, I, I don't nah, think so. Nah, nah. So someone will be able to confirm it. Who's in the chat? We've got nearly two hundred in the chat. Will someone confirm it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying probably forty fifty. Around forty fifty. I'd say sixty, sixty-five, sixty-five. Six, yeah, sixty, sixty-five. Top end, I would say. Um, because he must. I'm assuming he must have been on about 30, 40 at Villa. I reckon he probably got a pay rise to join Newcastle. I, I do think that, but a hundred grand that does sound that does yeah. sound a lot. Not not saying you're wrong, Charlie Hotspur, but it does it does sound um, inflated. I think uh, Nine NUFCs just said he thinks it's eighty k. He's just read it yeah. somewhere eighty k a week. Still see it. Still feels quite heavy. That doesn't it. Um, but talking talking about goings, um, and I know this is a, a Lewis Hall reveal show, but just to, just to <laughs> add on to that question, you know, obviously the likes of Jeff Hendrick, we believe he's on about fifty grand a week. We know Ryan Fraser's probably on sixty, seventy grand a week, easy, easy signed on a free. And if if reported to, uh, to be believed, apparently uh, Isaac Hayden's on about forty or fifty grand a week as well. So th- those players alone, you're talking over one hundred and fifty grand a week, and that's not even including Matty Target. And if he is on 80 grand a week, there's 230 grand a week that we could save, um, you know, from on the on the wage bill, which would be absolutely massive. Um, so so I, I still believe from my point of view, I still think that I, I kind of agree with what Pete said and that I don't think we'll be actively pursuing any transfer targets. But, you know, I think we're open to them. 
I think if if an opportunity arises, and as you said, if there's a loan deal knocking around, if uh, you know a player becomes available who wasn't previously available, and you know clubs need to balance the books and stuff like that, who knows? But um, you know, I suppose my, my, my final question on this would be to ask: judging the transfer window as it is, so we've signed Minter, we've signed Livermento. We've signed Harvey Barnes, we've signed Tonali, and hopefully we're about to sign Lewis Hall. Daz, out of ten, what would you what would you rate the the transfer window as it stands right at this moment? Yeah, I, I see a lot of people ask, ask talking about this on Twitter and stuff as well. Uh, I'm giving it a nine out of ten because I I think it was done absolutely brilliantly. Um, we did say uh, I think we, we were saying probably five or six. I know even keep the likes of Keith Downey, who's normally conservative, so was saying about five. They need to bring in, so we brought in four. And uh, Mintus is gone. Is on. Um, is gone. Fire now. So we're not really counting him as much as he's one for the future. Um, I'm saying nine. I think if we got, if we got uh, the the right sided centre back, or surprise, <laughs> surprise, uh, a very exciting young forward player that can play on the right wing. Um, but yeah, no, nine out of ten for me. Pete, what, what would what would you say in terms of the transfer window thus far, not including any outgoings? Yeah, I, I, I would I would say nine out of ten. Um, I, I never expected us to get as many as we did. Quality quality additions. Um, I like the the mindset. I, I I personally wouldn't have put some of these signings in that we'd have gone for. I would have thought we'd have gone for a, that we. Kieran Tierney, for example, Borna Souza, who's about to go to somewhere in Spain. You know, all of these, all of these more established, experienced players is what we all kind of thought was going to go for. But what we've gone for is quality, youth, and and potential, um, which I'm really excited about. With a little bit of that little stardust in Tenali, um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. Really happy. No, absolutely. And that uh, that 55 million that we spent on Tonali, which everyone was balking at at the start of the window, it's starting to look like a nice little bit of business, isn't it? Yeah, it sure, it sure is. I'm sorry, laughing at the debate and the, the chat. Everyone's, going, everyone's gone mad, it, haven't they? Google, Saying Google this and yeah, that is yeah. crazy. Who, who, who signed off on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but apparently, he was, as somebody said in the chat earlier, he was on 79 grand a week at uh, Villa. So he's living the dream. It. It's a hell of a lot in it. No wonder he's loving it. Yeah, hundred grand a week. He might so, well stay then. <laughs> he might well stay. Yeah, yeah. He can work at the club to... shop with uh, Gillespie. If that's the case. <laughs> you, you go. You go back to. You go back to the conversation with, that we've had with Hendrick and Hayden. We can't get them off the wage bill. No. Why? It's because they they earn too much money for the teams that actually want them. Like target on hundred grand a week. Genuinely, who's going to take that? Like so, I, I threw out there the twelve million that we actually paid for him to get him to the club. Yeah. We're probably going to have to take a huge hit on that in order to move him on because of his wages. Wow, interesting. Very and I tell you what, it'll be it'll be a lesson learned as well because we know we we all balked at Chris Chris Wood's wages, didn't we? At the time, we were going, "Oh my god!" Luckily, Forrest come in and even give him a pay rise, and I think John Joe Shelby got a pay rise. So we probably got lucky with those two, but maybe maybe with the likes of Matt Target, we might learn our lesson a little that, bit in that, terms of can't go too much. Doesn't add up that it doesn't add up because I remember he was one that we said, yeah, we take him. He said had a great season for us, we take him. But we're like, if he didn't come in, we, we're talking about uh, Regan Lodi uh, as an option. Yeah, I remember at the time, yeah. and we're like, 
yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll go for someone else, you know. Uh, so, who? 100 grand a week. It's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Right, boys. Well, before we before we round up, Daz, have we have we got any any questions in the in the chat that uh, you want you want to run by us? Um, let me see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Dan asked the question, Pete. After today's news, do you still want Paquetta? We're never getting him anyway. <laughs> but it looks like Man City aren't getting him any <laughs> as well. So uh, yeah, um, I don't think anyway. I don't think he'll be going anywhere anytime soon. <clears throat> um, Craig Lee says that nine out of ten for the window, a ten would be perfect, but you can always do better with a solid nine. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of the general feeling. I think people are saying nine out of ten. Yeah, and there's not so many questions I've seen so far, but I want to give this shout out to Marty. Marty in UFC instead. Never been to get me top lads. Uh, what he won in uh, from the channel, uh, being really low and on the on the bottom, but feeling a lot better in myself. Now, great to hear that, uh, Marty. And uh, so I'll be going one day next week. Thanks again, lads. Well, Keep the head up, Marty, and uh, plenty of great nice. things to come, uh, mate. So keep the head up. Um, yeah, I don't think I saw any other questions much. Um, someone, uh, it's Kamal asked when does Target's contract end? He wants rage. He wants rage now. Uh, I don't know. I don't look it, look it, look it up. But uh, we'll watch that one. Maybe, maybe he stays as well. Maybe, maybe he's, he'll 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 uh, have a better season or get get some game time. You never know. You never know how it might might work out. Uh, but watch this space. Um, when it comes to outcomes. No, no other questions, Chris. Okay, very good, mate. Well, just before we go to sponsors, I just want to say big thank you to you all for watching. As always, don't forget to like and co uh, well, obviously you comment throughout, but don't forget to like the show. If you haven't subscribed already, please remember to do so. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and now I'll just quickly whiz over to the sponsors. So we've got the VaysAsiaShed.com. Russ and the lads um, have been, well, how long, how long have they been with us now, boys? A good... Um, must be a good six to year. twelve months, must it? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Up to a year now. Yeah, I haven't. I, I personally, I haven't. I haven't heard from Russ in a while. But uh, Russ, if you're watching, mate, big shout outs. Hope you are all good. Um, but yeah, the VaysAsiaShed.com. The VaysAsiaShed are a northeast based company with a century of leading industry knowledge at your disposal. Uh, they provide top quality materials made from plate steel, providing longevity. All designed and manufactured in Italy. Aluminium rads are environmentally friendly and are perfect for heat source pumps. And they offer a home survey service and will install if required. And I think they've got some lovely, lovely photos here. Pete, hey, it's normally me in jail. It's brilliant. Pete's in jail. Pete's in jail, I'm not. Um, and here we've got a lovely selection of the radiators. Um I, tell you, I do feel like I need to get some of these radiators. You know, they are really nice. Every time I see them, they always look good. And there's there Russ there with there's Russ there with our number nine. Um, and big shout out as well to the Northeast Partnership, the Install Works. Um, so big shout out to those lads. But yeah, I think that I think that wraps us up. Um, Daz, are we go. ready to go? We are ready to go. So. Uh... Have a great weekend, everyone. Go on the tune on Saturday night. Enjoy the the, the documentary and hasn't watched it. And how'd you like that? Good night.
drink it. 